So, you know, the story I want to tell you about was um, just about how I moved my life to this, mm-hmm. right? Like, I remember when I graduated from Michigan State, um, I was in the frat house. I'm a, you know, I'm a Kappa. I was the president of the Kappas at Michigan State. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No, I was. Uh, yeah, okay, because you're yeah. from the D, right? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm from Detroit. Okay, okay. Went to Michigan State. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're living the dream at this point, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Right. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I had pledged, you know, my wife, I, she's my girlfriend at this time. Nice. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we ain't got no kids. We just getting along and, yeah. you know, so going out to eat and laughing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's no children. Right. Um, Living that good that life. That changed. You know, children <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. you know, it's like, but I love her enough. So anyway, we were, you know, I'm in bliss yeah. at this point, but I graduate. And, um, you know, everybody's asking me, what you going to do? What you going to do? Right. I feel like that's a hater-ass question. Like, can I breathe for a second? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, as a person in the workforce, I think you understand completely that there's absolutely nothing waiting on me on the other side of, you know, what I'm getting into. And I just always despise how people um, attack postgraduates with that shit. What you about to do? Right. Like, what about what I just did? Right. Imagine, imagine, like, you'll never <laughs> ask somebody who just did 17 years in prison, what you about to do? Like, you want them to chill. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but that's how everybody was coming at me. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? So I chose to stay at the frat house, just live at the frat house until okay. I figured it out. That sounds like, a, mo- that sound like a movie I seen. For real? Was that old school? No, but it was something like it's that. So like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't like too old to be there. I was, yeah, yeah. I was fresh off the, you know, off the stage. Guys, guys, guys. So had summer classes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, but, okay. Um. Anyway, uh, my major was uh, digital media arts. So, which is basically, you know, everything that we're doing now. But this is 2007, so we were just learning about DSLRs and how that would be the new standard, and you know, uh, moving film into video games and converging that together having more uh, multi-user dimensions that we create digitally where people can exist in different ways with avatars. Then you see movies coming out about that, Ready Player One, stuff like that. This was my, like, concentration um, in college. And so, um, but to me, it was a sneaky way to become a director. Hmm. It was like, what's going to happen is they're going to have all this stuff and they're going to need people to be making the content. So let me just learn the process and then I could just create my own content. Mm-hmm. So I would be, we would have like fun film festivals in school and I would just win them because my shit was the funniest. Mm. Can I say shit? Yeah, I said yeah, shit. you cool. say whatever, yeah. Shit. Fuck, fuck, shit. So that was always, my, my, my aim was always, I want what I want. It's not about how uh, traditionally you have to get it. I just right. want what I want and I need to focus on that. So were you writing or were you on camera at that time? I was doing everything because this is oh, my major at the time. Okay, okay. But okay, I'm okay. done. Gotcha. I'm done. I don't have a job. I'm done. Right. So um, I'm just setting the table for you about what my skill set was gotcha. at that time. You gotcha. know, I was I was entering film festivals and winning them because not only was you know the editing good and you know the lighting was good and you know the camera angles were good and all of that, but then the content was funny. That's dope. This is this is comedian That's CP dope. when he was a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before I was CP. You guys are training with exactly. Yeah. So. Um, I graduate and I'm 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 in my room. I have a 62 inch DLP and an Xbox 360 mm. uh, refund check. Damn, you know, oh, you We're know living life, living life. Oh man, big right. ass. Everybody Halo. coming over. Yeah. Everybody, wait, we, we play Halo. <laughs> quiet. You had your own 32 inch basically Damn. screen. You know, I'm not one to brag, but if I'm a brag, <laughs> yeah, right. it was 62 inch. Right, you know right, 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 right. So, um, a Nike commercial comes on. In this Nike commercial is Sean Marion and um, Stephen Jackson. 
and they're going back and forth. It's like snow. It's, you know what I'm saying? I think I remember Steven Jackson was playing for the Steelers. Sean Marion was playing for the um, the Seahawks. Uh-huh. I think it was the Seahawks. Or, no, the Chargers. Okay. And it was, it was you know, it was like defense, offense. And you couldn't tell if it was real, it was Madden, or what I knew was coming was CGI. Mm. And I'm like, yo, they're doing it already. Mm-hmm. So I called Nike. You called Nike? I called Nike. And I'm like, you hey. Still in, you, this is why you still. I'm in East Lansing, gotcha. in, in the frat house, postgraduate. <laughs> gotcha. Chest out right. to here. Right. Like a, like a, like a rooster. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you know. Called Nike um, in Portland, called the campus. Yeah. Got moved around to the marketing department. Um, and they were very nice. They were like, listen, we don't, we accept the commercials. Like, you know, we pay um, an advertising agency to do that. Mm-hmm. We are responsible for managing them. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on just graduating, you know, all the film festivals that you say you won. Right. On the phone, I'm telling this lady this. She's like, you need to find an ad agency. I'm like, who do y'all have? It's like, we deal with Wyden and Kennedy. I'm like, oh, cool, thank you. I'll call them. Huh. <laughs> call Wyden and Kennedy in Portland. Yeah. They were like, bro, this is not, this is the agency where we only want the best, kind of like. That's what, that was the nutshell of what they gotcha. were telling me. We, you know, it's like, you don't start here. You kind of end here. Gotcha. For the most part. When we're talking about cross-country, we bring you in. It's your first agency. No. We get you when you're a star. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go become an advertising star. Meanwhile, find an agency that's in your area. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, now... I didn't even understand this was a game. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Right. Like I'm the politics to, behind I'm all I'm starting this, to right. understand, like, oh, shit, people are doing this. Right. And in every city for all of these small businesses. It's not like a, you know. So um, found an agency in Detroit. Okay. Mind you, while I was looking for that, a job called me saying that they were hiring me. I was getting my resume a job called it was a Detroit Diesel. They made Mercedes-Benz engines. Mm. They wanted me to be uh, in charge of their website. And um, like you know, like just like digital, I was right. like a digital intern around, you know, gotcha. eighteen dollars an hour. You nice. know what I'm saying? Nice. I had to take it. Right. My parents was like, "Nigga, get your ass in there." You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Um, full benefits, everything. Yeah. So, but while I'm, I'm still looking for my advertising job, mm. I would go on my lunch break, put a suit on, like put my suit jacket, change on, in the car, and go interview. Yeah. And um, one day at work, they called me after six interviews where like Harvard grads, because this is a company called Global Hue. Global Hue is in Southfield, Michigan. They were the leader. In multicultural advertising Damn. at this time. This was like if you were a black young advertiser, they had an office in New York, they had an office in LA, and they had an office in uh, Detroit, which mm. was the headquarters because they serviced the big three mm. Chrysler, Jeep, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Um, you know, they were in, you know, and we also had Walmart. And mm. so here I am, once again, trying to finesse it. If I get in there, they'll love me and I can just make commercials. I just have to get in. Right. So I just ground floor. Right? Like right. male guy. I right. was Boney T, yeah. um, Boomerang, you know what I'm saying? Or Skinny T, whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. And so um, worked my way up mm-hmm. to, you know, I remember they were struggling, uh, you know, because I came in like, hey, I'm funny. I can do stuff. And they were right. like, nigga, calm down. <laughs> right. Like, we have degrees in this. Like, we do this. Right. Like, stop making our job look like some shit that you could just do. Right. Because I was young. Like I said, I called Nike, my nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I was... I had a very um, grandeur mindset mm. due to just lack of um, experience and a little mm. bit of immaturity. Mm. Luckily, I had a place to work that out where it was not detrimental to my character. Right. People were allowing me to be this asshole, you know what I'm saying, right. long enough to figure it out. But um, So you're working your way up in this company? Working my way up. Gotcha. Um, after a year of doing a job called Traffic, mm-hmm. which is taking, you know, let's say like they change a print ad and the print ad has a small little print change. Mm-hmm. They explain it to me so that I can explain it. Nigga, I was an email. 
<laughs> I was an email. Before emails, that shit was no, email was email. Oh, okay. But that was still an email. They was like, nigga, we're so rich. You take it down there Damn. and say this and Damn. say, you know, and that's what it was. But what that does is it's their training program mm. to groom the people in this job. Because you can only have this job for a year. Gotcha. If you don't get hired into a departmental thing, because I'm right. servicing all departments. Right. If you don't get hired into a department, then you didn't learn anything. Nobody saw anything in you. Right. They loved me, though. At the end yeah. of my year, I was expecting to get a call from the creative department mm -hmm. to go off and be one of the copywriters. Right. Um, but that's not who came knocking. Walmart came knocking. They mm. said, we would like you to work on our team. Mm. Client relations, you know, like, you're a fun dude. Like, you know, this, this, is, this is advertising. This is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you got the flair. I'm like, yeah, 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 but I want to, you know, I have a, I, I'm on a mission. This is... Right. And so they, you know, it was a deal, like uh, like a big deal that, you know, keep CP out of that creative thing because he will sneak back there. Definitely. He would go back there and listen. And I would. I was going back there stealing briefs. They would get creatively briefed. I would steal a brief, go home and try to write to it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so. Mm -hmm. So you got that commercial advertising camera experience, at least in terms of what they were wanting and projecting at the time. And this is not, is, is this no, not no, advertising no. division this is, yet? This is, this is writing, pitching. Like, this is, like, conceptualizing. Like, so their brief would be, like, um, African-American. Like, we, for example, we just elected Barack Obama. African-Americans mm -hmm. are very optimistic about their financial future coming out of the recession. Right. Um, how can we display that mm. and let them know that Walmart, that can save money, live better, but we understand, right? We're not worried about price engagement because we're at the top. Gotcha. Walmart don't look bad. They're not looking at what Target is doing. Target looking at what Walmart is doing. Mm -hmm. But they're not looking at what Target. They should probably, because mm -hmm. women love Target. But Walmart <laughs> right. don't give a fuck about that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Once, once she's not a cute girlfriend anymore, and she a wife who needs some formula. Yeah, get your little thick ass up there, Walmart. <laughs> right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, welcome right, right. to the 99 swallow, cent Oreo. your pride. Yeah, right. Welcome to Oreo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so you know, Oreos and baby clothes. But yeah. you know, that's the that's kind of their mindset, and they mm -hmm. have it down to a science. They mm -hmm. know. You know, kind of what um, what people you know they they have it down. Yeah, yeah. They understand their consumer, so they're not trying to rush them with price messaging. They're rushing gotcha. them with a lifestyle message. Gotcha. You could live like this, save money, have this. This could be your 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 family's mindset. Y'all could have a cookout like this. That's what that's what the style was. Gotcha. Now, as an advertiser, we're making stuff for all kind of clients. Mm -hmm. So to tap into that mindset, you know, they were having a hard time. The Christmas after uh, 2008 Christmas, when, when Barack got elected, mm -hmm. that was the brief, what I just told you. Yeah. You know, there's optimism. How can we display this optimism? So your goal was to try to get into those rooms to have those conversations? No, my goal was to, to, to write a script to that mm -hmm. brief or to gotcha. write, uh, you know what I'm saying? Right, a to hit their mark, essentially. To, get, to, to sell it to Walmart. Gotcha. For Walmart to be like, that's gotcha. the one we want. Gotcha. They already pay us to do their stuff. Gotcha. So what one do they want? We're all competing, but the, the creative department is competing. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm over here as a client listening to what the client wants because I'm, 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 right. I have to keep the client comfortable. Right. I'm listening to what they want, and there's a disconnect because I can see the arrogance in the creatives. Mm -hmm. They were making 40 grand a year, 45. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, at the time, that was looking like, they was looking like the Monsters. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, or the, or what's that, uh, Monsters Inc.? They was looking like them. Niggas. You yeah, know, we were like, oh, with the, with the God, one eye, there they nigga, go, yeah, walking yeah. into the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
that, you know, they, they, they had an air about themselves that I didn't think connected with the client, and I knew the client. Mm-hmm. So um, we had a new creative director that just so happened to start like a, like a month or two. She was green. Mm-hmm. She didn't know to keep me the fuck away from stuff. <laughs> so she was struggling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to get them, you know, they, they, they were having rounds at Walmart saying, nope, nope, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it. And uh, I went home on Friday. No, on Friday night, I was staying after anyway. I'm just, I was that kind of worker because I, this was a means to an end for me. Without that place, I'm not who I am today. Mm. And I understood that. I understood that whatever I'm going to do next in the entertainment industry, this education that I'm getting right now, right. pitching real TV shows, having relationships with the clients and networks and, ha- and how this works right. is important. Right. Target audiences and having um, a demographic that you want to key in on. Right research that right. is important to be an entertainer right. if you want to ta- have a low risk um rise right so um i'm standing behind you know being that guy plus back then with the recession people were scared to lose their jobs so you want to do stuff like work late and show right. that you was down for the, you know what i'm saying right. you know yeah. we hey, y'all shit. have a good night I'm, yeah, just yeah. Stay I'm, I'm here to work for this 35 <laughs> boss you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Type in real life. Type in real. You know what I'm saying? Right. Need anything else? Yeah. Call you know what I'm saying? Because some motherfuckers like, we need that for the company. <laughs> Click. Uh, you hear what I got to go through? Right, you know? Right. So I see her staying late, right? Mm-hmm. I go up to her like, hey, um, how's it going? She's like, uh, it's, you know, this is yeah. like, man, I got some ideas. I would love to just write. To the brief. I'm mm. just I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you crazy, Chris. Here, take the brief, go home, write it. Yeah. Man, went home, wrote, came back, wrote three scripts. Damn. Um, wrote songs to the scripts mm. over the weekend, right? She was loving it. Mm-hmm. Some of the other directors who was like, oh shit. Yeah. Because it had it had become apparent. Like I had started doing right. stand-up during that time. Gotcha. I was creative and they knew that. Gotcha. And it was a thing where, like I said, we were. They were trying to keep me from making forty grand a year. Like that's they, you're talking about a pilot episodic fee. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they was trying to stop me from because right. that's how you know if he get in here then he might of outshine course. me. And, exactly. You know, and it was like wow, I'm an only child. I don't compete with anything. I don't have no idea. Right. Like when I leave a peanut butter sandwich at the house, go to school, nigga. Mario still on pause. My <laughs> food's like I don't know that right. life. Right. Like, Who right. ate my stuff? Like nigga, right. what the fuck? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. somebody broke in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. You feel me? If it wasn't so, true, that shit shouldn't be touched. I didn't have that bone yeah. in me to keep somebody else down because I needed to succeed. I was always like a bullet. Yeah. I'm not a shield. Mm-hmm. I'm a bullet. My nigga, you don't want to live your life as a, as a shield. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Poof, whoa, all right, cool. Anyway, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You want to be the arrow. So, um, took the brief home, wrote to it. She brought it back to the team. They loved the ideas. Then she said, yeah, CP wrote these. Mm-hmm. They was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is great. Right. This is real great. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like, well, can uh, he pitch? Uncomfortable and shit. Can he pitch, though? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I mean, I sit in pitches all the time. I set them up. Right. Can I pitch? I don't know. I'm nervous as fuck. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, my stomach's sweating. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? Can I pitch? <laughs> you know? Come to a uh, come to a video. Now, my boss, my direct boss on the Walmart team is in Bentonville, Arkansas, on that side at that time, we have a video conference. Mm. Right, this is before FaceTime, right. real before FaceTime. This is we have a video conference like Cisco systems. I'm still yeah. never looking at <laughs> yeah. video conference where, where like you be in the conference room, the camera wake up, turn. <laughs> it was some. I was like, damn, damn it was sweet. Right. And so G14 classified. Hey man, <laughs> and so we had the video conference, and I sang the song and I explained the script where I'm like, look, here's the thing about this year. 
Mm-hmm. This year we feel good, right? Mm-hmm. But the, but the pocket's not fatter yet. We feel like Barack about to set it up. Right. We thought shit reparations. He might put white people to slaves. We don't know what the fuck would yeah, happen. Yeah. You know? So we got Barack. We we might do some shit. Yeah. We just didn't know. But I think that it was an optimism, and it felt good to be a black man that year. And, I, mm-hmm. and there was a black man that Christmas that had to work, mm-hmm. but he felt good about being at work. And maybe he was doing something that was admirable, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe he was a fireman, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, you know, firemen. You know, that's one job where we would hope that somebody was at work on Christmas. Right. And we would hope that somebody gave a fuck enough about them to make their Christmas special. Mm-hmm. So in this script, we have a little girl and a little boy waking up Christmas morning. They run down to the tree. They shake the gifts. And then they run to their mom, who's already up and dressed. And she has a, a lot of food out. And she starts getting them dressed. And then they rush to the car. And then they pull up at a firehouse. The little girl runs in straight to the firehouse chief's office. Her dad is the chief. Mm-hmm. Gives him a big hug. Mom and, and is getting food out of the car. They brought Christmas to the firehouse. Big mm-hmm. celebration. You know, their kids are trying on fire clothes. You know, you know they're petting the dog at the end. The parents surprise the kids with a Dalmatian. You know, maybe they got it for the hookup because they fired me, whoever. Yeah. But the whole point is, is just save money, live better. Mm-hmm. Right? We're just living better. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's not about having more. It's not about, you know, being more rich. It's about living better. Right. I said this to them. Right. And then I sang a song, and I was like, the moments I spend with you. What? You, nigga, let me find out you were the Jingles 2000 on Jamie Foxx, nigga. What? <laughs> and I mean, they were like blown away. Damn. And then my career started. Mm. Did you hear me? Right. It was like, it was like, okay, we got to get Chris an American Express travel card. He's mm. going to be spending time in Oh, New you York. cooking now, nigga. Oh, it was, it was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Because this is Walmart. This is our biggest client. This right. is our biggest spot of the year. Right. So now... This is all the money. Think about it. This Christmas is uh, close to the time when it might be time to renegotiate right. for you know our stance with them. Maybe right. maybe maybe another uh, agency want to step in. Maybe BBDO. Maybe the Martin agency that does Geico. Maybe somebody else want to get this business. Gotcha, gotcha. Y'all need me to kill it, or y'all need me to kill it? Because it sounds like y'all need somebody to kill it. <laughs> right. Go right. get my motherfucking American American right. Express. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, right. I went from the cubicle to the field. Dope. Did it and felt nothing. And that's when I knew that comedy, I needed to, I needed, for all that work I just put in, Right. my commercial ran and there was no credit saying, written by Chris Damn. Pyle. Nobody give a fuck. Right. They see the commercial and that's what it is. And I realized it's like, all right, bet. If I'm going to do all of this finessing to get myself where I got to go, I got to do something where I'm going to get the immediate gratification for it. It got to be worth it. Right. It has to be worth it. Right. 40 grand, it looks like a lot, but it's not. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I had to bet on myself. And... Um, I talked to my boss and I said, listen, I know everybody loving me, but I need, I need to lose this job. Mm. And they're like, what you mean? And I, I think I know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't want to quit. Please fire me so I can get the fuck on, basically. Right, right, right. And we had a conversation and I ended up saving somebody else's job because they had to shrink their scope anyway. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, just let me go. Let me get this unemployment Gosh. and severance pay. And I promise y'all, they was crying like, wow. we hope you know what you're doing. Wow. And you still are doing stand-up at this time? All this yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. doing a little stand-up. Gotcha. We want to see you on TV. Gotcha. CP, just make sure we see you on TV. Like we know, because I mean, it was a career that I walked away from. Right. Walked away from, right? Because I knew it was like, if I could do that, I could do anything. Right. Anything. It's like, all right, bet. I called Nike, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then did it. You feel me? That's and it fire, wasn't man. Nike, but it was the Nike of another. Walmart is Nike. Walmart right. is the Nike of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. so it's like, you know, I tell you know little dudes that I may mentor or shit like that. It's like, man, it's like. You got to be a Roomba. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ever look at them Roomba vacuums, man? When they hit a wall, 
they programmed to never stop. Mm -hmm. It's like boom, boom. Right. Pivot, boom, boom. Boom, boom. As long as you moving, you living. As long right. as you living, you doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like people were like, man, I didn't make it. You know, I, I heard the gentleman, I was listening. You know, I'm a writer too. It's like, right. dog, I've sold about seven projects. Yeah. Very like I'm at like a low percentage of them getting picked up. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, it's it's the fight is never about, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, this is yeah, you, you know, you gotta be be prepared, man, to be resilient. That has to be in your plan. And what do you think has made you so resilient, bro? Because it sounds like you've been going in for a while. I mean, it's I just... I mean, you moved you move from a lot of different subjects just yeah. now, bro, but you covered a lot of bases. So to be a young black man in Detroit, yeah, and I'm from the South, so I don't know a lot about Detroit, but from what I do know, yeah. that's not the easiest place for a lot of young black men to come and pop off like you did. So what do you think has contributed to, to your you know, your drive and your man. ambition to be able to, to, to do all of that stuff at a young age? What What... Where does that come from? I went to a very, very good private school in Detroit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I would tell parents, you know, like, if you can't afford private school, you gotta, you have to look at getting your kids into the best school in their district. I just, I, you know, I had, I just had a very, very strong foundation. Nice. Like, I didn't, I was taught not to even think about where I was at. I didn't understand, you know, um, you know, Detroit, I, I had a lot of, good people in my corner who saw that I was bright early and they just really invested. Nice. And it's just like, you know, I, I got people who I owe um, a lot to based on, you know, people who I see now who had similar situation as myself, mm -hmm. but just didn't have the accoutrements. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they didn't have the, the special pieces that made them stand out. They just didn't have it. And I gotcha. see what it did. You know what I'm saying? So it's oh. like, you know, I just, I owe a lot. So for me, it's like, I just, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to not be like this. You know what I'm saying? I got to do this shit. Right. Based on where you came from, where you Man, started. Based on where I came from and based on the fact that it's like, dog, motherfuckers sacrificed me to have this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it costs money to be in private school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I like smoking weed and kicking it. Right. My parents could have been like, nigga, go up to the jewel. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And I didn't appreciate private school. I went to public school a little bit, too, to okay. see what the fuck it was. Okay, it was okay, curse okay. words in the books. Nigga, I was right. like, oh, get me the fuck out of here. These right. Because coming with the, from the private school, didn't that give you a little bit of a different experience versus, like, the hood? I and mean, sometimes they say hood adjacent. Like, when you did go to the public school, do you feel like you still, like, you disconnected to a certain community at some point? Or were you still very involved in the community? The peanut butter smooth, this ain't it? Ah, oh, that's peanut butter smooth. Get some every time. Man, I need a bottle of that. <laughs> Yeah, man, I got yeah, that shit got me too. Do y'all have a bottle of that? Yeah, we got a little bit more. I need, no, here. I'm saying I need I need my wife don't to have, have a this. whole bottle, but yeah, it's smooth. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, public school is just a shock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, but I needed that though. I needed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I just was tired of doing homework. Tired of, you know, what I'm saying being held to the rubric of people. You know, like you're smart. You go to that good school and it's like, come in here and tell them about photosynthesis. I'm like, ma, come on. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I just want to be one of the other kids. And right. then you realize, like, no, you don't. Right. You don't. And, and, and they don't They don't want to be public that. school, don't. There be a lot of bullshit. I mean, it is what it is. I, yeah. I met a lot of teachers who saw that I was interested in learning. Yeah. And I feel like we helped each other. Yeah. A lot of, you know, they need students to help them believe in, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you don't have... 
Right. When your students is not paying to be there, right. some of them is just there for the meals right. and, you know what I'm saying, you passionate about science because you're a fucking science teacher and you just want to meet one of these kids yeah. who is you listening. Can connect with. Yeah, right. bro. I used to, feel validated. Yeah, when, you know, little shit. You know, I used to, on lunch, I used to go feed the iguana in our science classes. Everybody was scared to touch it. Yeah. So I used to, I had, I used to feed it. I still remember What was his name? I don't remember the nigga name. Oh, man, you don't remember the iguana name? I don't remember his name, bro. <laughs> I just remember the smell of the lettuce. Yeah. He's eat the slimy shit. Like, all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't, you know, yeah. can't no ranch say this. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right, this is right. some slimy ass. You can smell that slimy lettuce. Like, Damn. Ew. That's wild. Yeah. So you've been on a stand-up mission for a minute, man. You've obviously got, you know, great credits now, great background, great resume. Uh, you're funny on stage, on camera. I mean, where where do you wanna wanna take all of this shit? Do you ultimately see yourself touring and traveling, uh, or behind the scenes and I mean, just kind of writing out some shit? I want to do a movie. Like I've done everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I've had my own show. I've 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 written for other comedians. Mm -hmm. um, I've written for other TV shows. I've... What's your biggest accomplishment, too, man? I got another question I'm gonna throw in there. There's been a lot of a lot of dope moments, I'm sure. People you've met backstage, before shows, crossing paths, party invites, Yo. brushing shoulders. What was you say is the highlight of all these moments? Was it running into a, a, somebody you, you're a fan of or what, or a, a certain a, a TV credit? What was you say is your? When I was in seventh grade, we had the statewide. Think of seventh grade? We had the statewide meat <laughs> test. And okay. um, it was like a big deal, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, because. You know, that's how they determine funding, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. you know, they was like, you know, you guys do good on this and we could get some better books. And, you know, right. that's how they talk to the, you know, them it's kids. It's a Joe and, Clark story, nigga. In the, in the, I was in public school, though, at this time. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nigga, what you mean? Just buy the better books. Like, have your parents pull in. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's talk to the Boy Scouts. Maybe we can get a, 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 a you know. And so um, we took the test and I got a 98 on that bitch. Oh, shit. And I got a letter from the governor. What? And um, they uh, they 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 moved me out of that school to like this school for the gifted, but it was free, Damn. so my parents could afford it. But I, yeah, I went there Damn. just to get into like a dope ass high school. But it was it was weird. Like um, that's like you know my mom was proud as fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? She probably and, telling everybody, but oh yeah, you know, Chris was yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little shit like that, yeah. man. When I look back, that's what's important because. You know, um, a nigga can shit on your accomplishment when he didn't did something better than that. Right. It's like, no, fuck that. I, you know, this is what I've done for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was dope. And it had shit to do with, you know. Because right. if I say, I was on the Martin show one time, a nigga be like, well, nigga, I'm Martin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So it's right. like. Martin over there. Yeah, right. it's like, right, exactly. So, you know, no, nah, I just, you know, that was some dope shit. Dope. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. That's dope, 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 dope. Yeah. So, man, another thing we have in common, man, that I don't want to get too deep into, but, you know, I've been with my high school sweetheart, bro. Like trying to find a balance with family, and you have a daughter too. I right? got two yeah. daughters. You got two daughters. Okay, so mm -hmm. I have a daughter who's eight. She's spoiled. She loved being up underneath me, man. She we, we play Call of Duty together. My daughter oh, into what? it. Oh, she cold at Call of Duty. She, she cold. She played oh, by herself man, now, bro. bro. So I feel like we bonding, you know. But you know, still trying to find the balance, keep wifey happy. It's a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of work, man. So you know, how do you find the balance in that? Because you travel a lot more than me. I'm ba I'm based here, nigga. You you on the road here sometimes. You got to go film here and there, balancing out all of that stuff. I'm sure that's, it can be a little exhausting sometimes too. Yeah, man. You know, what's crazy is that she's my college sweetheart. So I've been with her for 16 years. Mm. And so she's watched me, you know, she knew me. She just, you know, she, she saw it happen before like she was there when i was talking about it like okay 
like we used to lay down and just like like we'd be like in college just laying down in the bed and I'm telling her like look we're gonna have this kind of house we're gonna live here you know I'm gonna be doing this these kind of projects I'm gonna be working with this piece of person that person mm-hmm. um, you know and it's like you know I just you know like um once you say it you want it to come true because you don't want to like you be on some bullshit right and so I I just love the fact that I got her there to to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what the fuck we did right. and we said it. But I think it is, you know, um, I learned a lot on this journey and I realized that, man, you know, as the workhorse of the of the brand, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, there are things that I'm gonna have to experience alone. Mm-hmm. And that really sucks, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because those things that I experience, I grow. And I know, you know, I, I you know, and it's like, I can only come back home and tell them, right? You know what I'm saying like about it, and you know, like I was like, I heard she's talking about JFL. I did JFL two, 2019 too. I yeah. was there for two weeks. I did 26 shows. Wow, um, that's in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was in Montreal. Montreal. Like we had police escorts. Wow, and lines around the building, and wow. my face was on like advertisements in the street. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dog, that shit enrich my spirit that shit made me feel like damn that shit is you know and it's certain things that i see that i can only explain to her right and it's like you know i'm just trying to keep her up to speed but i could see how you know if you're not a person that know how to communicate you could be you know what i'm saying like disconnected yeah Yeah. because it's just like dog like our lives change quick right you you could sit across with somebody who could give you some game that he's like fuck i wish she was here to hear that right right and she has no idea of the magnitude of some of the, the things and the situations. Sometimes when you say it, it sounds a little different to them because they, sometimes they kind of go numb to the progress that we make in this business, man. So, bro, that's dope, man. So, you know, my my hats off to you. I got nothing but love and respect for what you're doing and where man, you're going. Man, you just get started, man. On this. You know what I'm saying? You still yeah. young. You know what I'm saying? You still like making shit happen, man. Yeah, so it's exciting, bro, man. Yeah, the sky's the limit, bro. So, man, you definitely. young too, man. Don't tell me I'm young. Like, I, I make me feel young, like you an OG. Like, man, you, <laughs> I tell you, you a I'm young saying, dude. I'm just saying, you've, you've you've already seen and done a lot. You know, within oh, yeah. the time that you have been doing this. So, um, I think it's just you know it's only up from here. So yeah, man. definitely, man, keep continuing to be an example. To, to all, all the other kids that's watching and listening out there, putting on for your city. Uh, definitely, man, let the people know where they can follow you and uh, and what else they need to keep a lookout for them. For, for man, them. so when when does this come out? Uh, we're going to drop it probably within the next month. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I want to be like, kiss me this weekend. It's all right, cool. But yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to, um, man, yeah, follow me on everything at Comedian CP, uh, Patreon, Comedian CP. Uh, I, I drop, like, specials on there, you know, because we're in a pandemic, so... I've been putting out sets. Um, and then people, for people listening, man, I, I want to be in somebody's movie. I, I want to yes. be in a movie. I right. want to get in there and make an impact. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, uh, you know, like, if you fuck with my shit, then you need to be contacting me because I really, really want to do that. Damn. It, it could be a small movie, big budget movie, but I, it's, I need something that's a beginning and end that I could just have and put out, you know what I'm saying? I've done yeah. series and all of that. I want to make a quick impact as a character. I want to do it, so I don't Bro, know. you just put it out there, man. Your line finna start tapping right now, man. You know hey, how man, this shit works. so. Yeah. <laughs> you know how this shit work. Yeah. Yo, we got comedian CP in this bitch, man. You know how it go down. Do tell with Laugh After Dark. I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson TV, man. Y'all stay plugged, man. Y'all know we keeping this shit fire, man.
Thank you so much to everybody that's been liking and sharing and subscribing to the site. Yo, the feedback has been amazing. Comedians, stop hitting me up. I can't get everybody on, baby. Hey, if you haven't already, stop what you're doing and like, subscribe, and share. Hit that, hit that little bell right there. It's right, it's, look, it's right there.